Dr. Lisa gives a shit. And I'm Dr. Lisa. Hey, I give a shit about you. Yeah, yeah. Not, no, not that person. You, you, you're the one I give a shit about. I, I'm thinking about you. So anyway, thanks for joining us on Radio Free Brooklyn, the greatest radio station on the planet, because I've listened to all of them and it's the best. And, uh, you know, as long as you're, uh, you know, we really need some uh, support because, uh, you know, this whole free media, media is under attack. Media is under attack. So go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate and, you know, think about like, you know, put in the, give us like with the price of one of your cheap PBRs. You don't need that extra beer. Give it, give us the money. Come on. So today... Uh, well, I want to tell you, oh, I got to tell you this first before anything else. We are having another live show at the well. Can you believe that? I have been to like every single live show we've had and they're, they're really good and they're getting better and better. And I would like to meet you. Why don't you come? It's so much fun. So this, this, uh, time it's got, this is going to be the stone giant EP release show, which is like a really big deal. And EP, the real EP, they are the recent winner of the daily magazines, New York city emerging artists poll. And we are going to be hosting their EP release show. And also, um, there's going to be other bands like uh, like this band that uh, the, the the Heather is going to be Heather of Crowd the Airwaves is going to be on my show right here next week, the same day as the show at the Well. So you should listen in then, and it's going to be crazy because she'll be so nervous, and I'll be making it worse. Um, you know, I got to say if Matt. Our musical director, if you're listening, I really don't like the way you describe uh, Crowd the Airways. Three nice girls that just want to melt your face off. Nice girls do not want to melt anybody's face off. They want to fucking tear and rip it off. That's really like, get on it, get on it, man. Uh, you know what? So I was going to like tell you what's going on with me, but I don't know. I've got these two awesome people here but that I really want to get to, but let's just... You know what I was thinking about today? I was thinking about how I'm really glad I went back into couples therapy with my husband. Are you listening, Phil? I'm really glad because sometimes he's listening. Um, it just reminds me how we forget, you know, you lose track of things and you take your other person for granted. And it's just really good. There are things that are very, very difficult for two people, no matter what the relationship is, to discuss. And when you have a third person there and a safe space to do it, it can really it can really make a difference. So I'm here. Here's a shout out to people who, in couples therapy and couples therapists everywhere. All right, there. That's what's going on. So I'm very excited because I'm gonna. You can't believe who's here today. We have uh, two of the creative forces behind. Fireside Mystery Theater. Fireside Mystery Theater is hugely popular. If you don't know of it, it has over 2 million downloads, which, I mean, I'm in this business, sort of, and that's just huge, 2 million downloads. 
And what it is, I'm going to, um, before I introduce you to the people, the real, the real creators of it, I'm going to give you my little like five, five cent, uh, uh, take on it. So here it is. They're, la- they're laughing at me. Let's just say hi to them anyway, so they can just laugh at me and you'll know who they are. I don't have to pretend that they're not here. So anyway, I have, I'm getting nervous because I'm afraid I'm going to forget their names, which is so stupid. But anyway, so we have uh, the original uh, creator uh, and uh, writer, producer, musician, Gus Rodriguez. Hey, Hi, Gus. Hi, Lisa, Dr. Lisa. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's my pleasure. And you and Allie Silva, who couldn't be here today, are the two like main creative forces behind this. You two have done this since the beginning in 2011. Is yeah, that right? That's correct. She and I co-created the show. Okay, there you 2011, go. 2011, yes. And uh, you, are, you are also really lucky to have Holly Payne Strange, the director, yes, working with you. Hi, Holly. <laughs> Hi, everyone. And in case you didn't know this, Holly has been on my show previously for a project that she was working on. How did that work out, by the way? That sh- uh, tell me the name again of the show that you that you did that we discussed. It was um, the Will to Fight Women in Shakespeare, yeah, was- and it went really well. I was really really pleased. The Wall Street Journal was there; they seemed to like it. The audience loved it. The actors had fun. Yeah, it was a great time. So it was a very satisfying experience. I'm glad to yeah, hear that because you were on before. Uh, the shows we we talked about the show when it was about to go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what 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 what? Just in case anybody wants to look it up, what month was that? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, that was the beginning of March. Beginning of March, so that's when it would have been on the end. Mm-hmm. Beginning of March, um, what this year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, so I was just going to tell you. <laughs> I was God. That seems so long ago. My God, time time moves so fast and so slow. So anyway, the thing is, is that I just want to tell you my my sense of the show, which is that it's like it's kind of like re it's old timey classic radio, but reinvented um, with a new twist. It's current. It's contemporary and classic all at once. But the thing about it that's amazing is the creative pro- project, the the alignment and coordination of and quality. I mean, this is as a creative person, this is what this is what blows me away about this project. OK, so I told you they have over two million downloads. But anyway, it's this, you know, mi- mystery theater and it they do a new show every month. The show is written every month. The show is rehearsed every month. There's music. There's sound effects. The production is great. And it's also produced as a live show and recorded as a podcast at the same time. So I find that like... And then people actually really, really like it. They have a bunch of, you know, subscribers, sold out shows. They have one coming up. uh, Let's not forget about that. It's uh, coming up. Um, at the Slipper Room. What date is it? This Sunday, uh, April 29th. April 29th at 5. Tickets are $10 in advance and 15 at the door, so I would definitely get a ticket. All right, so you guys explain the show in your own words. That was my consumer take. That was my consumer review. Well, I couldn't have said it better than you described it. That's, that's pretty much, you nailed it. <laughs> I did? Wow. Do you agree, Colin? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I would add that um, it's, 
uh, often has a lot of spooky, supernatural, mystery things. Uh, I think that Gus does a really good job with suspense, and that's one of the reasons I love it. Awesome. So, so the writing is really, really top notch. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're trying to say? Right. What is that like? Like, what is that like for you guys producing a show like that every month? Like, I, I want to take a nap just thinking about it. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm my a lot of my close family and friends are especially by this point as we get towards the end of the season they get they must be they must be tired of me whining about how hard it is all the time but it yeah. is uh, but, it's the writing and the producing and also Ali feels the same we're both <laughs> we both reached that point especially towards the end of the season where we're both just dragging the tired and yeah it must be really do you feel like do you feel like I would be like oh no I'm not gonna get it done on time it's yes. not gonna do you still feel that oh, pressure you've been doing this since 2011 yeah, I I should I should by now it should be easier, right? But I I still have that doubt, doubt, anxiety that drives you. Yes, yeah. I, and and I had to miss I had to miss a uh, uh, Holly's show. Oh really? I, I, I had very that's fucked concrete, up. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> What's messed up is that you know because the show imposes these deadlines. You know, I have to, right. I, have to I have to live and die by, or that's how I make myself feel that I, I was behind deadline and I had to get this thing done before the weekend was over or or there's no rehearsal, you know, there's no nothing for the actors to read. So I had I had to, unfortunately, I felt Holly, how did you feel about that? Were you pissed off? Were you like, <laughs> fuck him, man? Fuck us, I'm quitting this shit. No. Fuck him, he doesn't appreciate me. Look how all he cares about is his own project. He didn't even show up to my fucking thing. Then I, he, he doesn't. Uh, no, to be honest, I had no idea he was even planning on coming. I'm more flattered to hear that he intended oh, to do no, it. Really, You're finding this I out was, now? Yeah. I was, oh, I was very I'm glad bummed. we're getting this out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes for an interesting story for you. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. What? It's good radio. It's a Yeah, that we're finding this out right here. now. Yeah. We got our feelings out on the table. So you were feeling guilty about it, but you didn't need to. But, but, but the thing is, it's like when you're in the, so how much of your life is there's seasons. So you don't do it every week, all year. Like this fucking thing that I got going here is like every fucking week, like 52 weeks a year, unless I go on, I have to get a sub or something. Well, it is it for us. It's, it is every week because, uh, and this is where Allie's, this is where her, suffering comes in ali her role as a as uh, as well as producer and lead actor and host of the show she's also in charge of the, all the post-production and editing oh shit so, that and, sucks. The, and the podcast is released weekly uh-huh we release something each nearly every week of the year so uh oh, so, each, each, so the yeah. recording is is only how how many weeks is the well, recording the recording is done in one that one shot live at the slipper room but that one if you go to see one of our shows you're seeing four podcast uh, episodes what's going to be four podcast episodes separated over the, the upcoming weeks so the the live taping encompasses mm-hmm. uh, so we're all working to get ah. stuff done on a weekly basis. So it's, oh, I yeah. see. But it's for, oh, I got it. I got yeah. it. So she, me, me with the writing and Allie with the editing and post-production, that's a full-time job, really. Right. And I do right. other things. We all do other things to make right, a living. Right, 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 right. But um, uh, we, it's, it's like having another job. Uh, so how is that, though, like working with, you have like a fairly consistent group of actors. You've got a director, mm. consistent director. Yes. You guys are consistent. How is that working with all those people? Is it a family or is it? 
Oh, very, yeah, very much so. Yeah, I mean, are those the people you wind up seeing all the time? Um, I'll say that we don't always see each other outside of the show, uh, but we're very close. We, we do consider ourselves a family, and uh, we just had our rehearsal this past Tuesday, and uh, it's we just like being around each other. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's it's mm-hmm. a good good vibe. Mm-hmm. We enjoy each other's company. We enjoy we try to have, we try to make it as fun as possible for the actors, especially. Uh, right. as as a uh, rewarding and enjoyable for the actors mm-hmm. stimulating mm-hmm. the actors challenging in a good way yeah well it's hard to find roles like this anymore isn't it like really like well written and you know yeah definitely and definitely stuff that's consistent as well like it's nice to know that i'll always be able to be doing something creative this month you know right, right. i don't I'm lucky that I don't have to go a long period of time without, you know, getting my hands dirty, as it will. Right, right, and, right. And the actors love yeah, it, it sounds too. Cool. Yeah, the mm-hmm. actors also get a get a particular. This medium is great for the actor, as Ali always says. You know, um, it's because of this. I'm I'm not tied down to physicality. Right. I can become a myriad of different kinds of people, different ages. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, different. She does a small child really well. She can play a child. She can play, you know, an old crone, and she can play, you know, the uh, the ingenue right. in the same uh, show. Wow! So when people come to see it, is it sort of like watching an old timey radio show being recorded? Mm-hmm. Like there's there yeah. are there there's there aren't like costumes. Or, or, but not like you'd expect in a play. Yeah, yeah. Like Ali like always wears really nice big hats. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, but it's like probably visually stimulating. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, fun to star. watch. There's, there's, uh, there's, and you create the atmosphere of yeah. what you're trying to there, accomplish. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. you also have the fun of seeing one person, one the different actors play different roles. And mm-hmm. that must be really fun. Yes, right? there's, there's no formal costuming but there are there is sort of a uniform dress code let's say oh okay yeah. but the actors have to wear dark colors uh the gentlemen we prefer if they wear you know something that's akin to a suit and a tie mm-hmm. and uh, the women are always elegantly dressed and beautifully dressed mm-hmm. and uh, it's the I, the concept is when if you go to see the live performance it's as if you're going to see a a, a recording of a radio show in the late 40s or yeah 50s. that's what i that's yeah. what i was we have the, the red velvet curtain right Right. And the old. But the thing about radio, we were just saying, is so great that, especially radio like you guys are doing, is that you really get to use your imaginations. It's almost, you know, you really, I think people, I think that's something that people really, really need because uh, we don't get a lot of that. Nothing is left to the imagination much anymore. Mm. Um, you know, especially in this kind of medium, science. You know, it has a science fiction thing. Like special effects are mm-hmm. always like shown in detail. They're terrible. Well, I don't know. I don't like that kind of stuff. But uh, so I think I think I can see. Were you surprised how in, how your you got a, such an engaged audience? Was that something? Because it's not like a classic. It's not yeah. well, it's classic, but it's not what pe- people typically go for. Yeah, the podcast, the audio podcast, boom. Of, the, of recent years is a tremendous blessing that we couldn't have foreseen mm-hmm. when we first started we were prepared to just we like we were we do everything we do with passion and, and fire but we were pre- prepared for this to be maybe a very extremely niche thing mm-hmm. and we were very very pleasantly surprised to see how many young people enjoy this kind of entertainment you know sure. that's as in studio the podcast boom i, I never in being being of the t- tv generation i was born it's 1972. So <laughs> I'm of the TV generation. 
And we've been told since we were kids that our attention span is shrinking and shrinking. And here we have a lot of young people that are that can listen to hours and hours at a time of uh, audio entertainment with no visual cues, and and I, it's it's so cool. Well, you know, like as other people have said, also, I mean, the thing that's great about audio is that you can do it while you're doing something else. So it can be like part of a meditative. Like I love to I audio everything when I'm hiking or walking. So even though I'm I'm not sitting in front of a TV, I'm not sitting, but it, but I'm. Um, you know, sort of like you can do something else, or you can be at the gym, or you can it can you can fit it in. It fits into so many things, and I think that's why it's really cool. Um, Holly, you've worked on because you're the more objective person here. This is why I'm asking you. Uh, <laughs> you're not as close to this as our friend Gus here. I hope. I hope not. You have a life. <laughs> I definitely haven't been with it as long, yeah. yeah. Much more. So you've worked on a lot of different projects, mm-hmm. and you're a very uh, experienced director and writer and all that. So what 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 what's the point of difference here? What do you what what do you think is different about this? What stands out for you? Gosh, that's quite a big question. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what we specialize <laughs> here. Well, no, I I feel like it's already been said, but honestly, the passion and the people behind it, Gus really? and Ali, really do put absolutely everything into this and you can tell the ideas it amazes me that ideas are still so fresh when Gus has been doing this since like 2011 or something um but every month there's new stuff to play with and it sticks around a theme but um it's it's new it's fresh and I think it's it's really a blessing to be able to work on something that is uh has a strong character while not being repetitive Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, it is really hard to that is that is a hard that is a high bar to to mm-hmm. to to follow. I mean, or to you know gain get that's flattering. So, how, did you know, uh, Gus? Did you know that Holly thought that? I never heard it, you know, articulated that way before. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I should have brought a bouquet. Yeah, no, it's nice, right? No, it's, but 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 uh, you guys have a great. It sounds like a really. It sounds. It sounds like a rare group of creative people working together because it's unusual to um, meld so well creatively, and I'm sure that everybody feels good about that and. Yeah, it's hard, as you know, it's hard to keep the band together sometimes. It's hard to keep, yeah. A band together. Yeah. So we, we somehow yeah, work so with... Yeah, so it's got a good good vibe that yeah, way. Yeah, we've been working with the same, okay. a lot of the same people for a long time. So now I really want to ask you about your relationship with with Ali. Can mm-hmm. I do, can we go there? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Okay, so yeah. so you and Ali, you know about this relationship. Do you, how much do you know about this relationship, Holly? Not a lot, honestly. I see them together. I see how they act. Uh, they're obviously incredibly <laughs> close. Um, but beyond that, that's it, really. Yeah, not a lot. Of, not a lot of arguing. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No. Sure. There's a, a lot, lot of, of arguing. Well, well, we protect. We try to protect the. Uh, we we call ourselves Mama and Papa Fire. So. so you try not to yell in front of the kids. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sometimes, so, sometimes it happens. What do you explain? Can you explain their dynamic from your point of view, Holly? Um. Well, they're both very talented, but very opinionated um <laughs> sorry i was just seeing it saying how i see it they are opinionated yes we are uh-huh. We're gonna um, learn they some disagree here. sometimes and but they're both really lovely people i yeah. think that they're just so kind yeah and that makes them when they clash it's it's sweet to watch even if it 
if they are fighting. <laughs> it's actually a really interesting dynamic. So who, who, like, what's the power dynamic? Can you explain that in the way uh, that you see it? Is that a really awkward question? No. I'm, I, well, I'm asking Holly. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. No, I mean, it's not awkward. I'm just sort of trying to figure it out. Can really... you, yeah, have you thought about their power dynamic? No, I've, I've never you thought haven't? about that before. No. no, have you? Do they have? Uh, that's amazing. You're really healthy. Um, do Do they have um, like specific skills? Like, would you say, "Oh, Holly"? Um, I mean, or Allie says this. She's probably going to be right. Or, or can you can you like say what? Can you distinguish what their skills are? Or Well, yeah, Gus is the writer and Ali is the actor. That's basically just how I see them. Uh, and being an actor, sometimes you have an outside perspective on writing. Um, that's about it, really. I've, I mean, I have seen them fight. but mm-hmm. um, Can you give me an example of something that they've disagreed upon or what, something you might, like what, what, what they might disagree upon where the actor-writer thing comes in? Uh, I mean... Does she? Yes. Do, do they hit each other? No, they don't hit each other. Um, yeah, no, because as I said, a lot of the time there's obviously like subtext between yeah. them, and yeah. sometimes it seems like they're fighting about something they're not fighting about. Honestly, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Um, but like you know, uh, a certain phrasing for a line because Gus does work yeah. so quickly. Um, we will we won't rewrite anything, but we'll say like if a line doesn't make full uh-huh. sense to us or something like that. Uh, and sometimes they disagree about that. Do you get pulled into that as the director? Do you have opinions when they disagree? Yeah, I have opinions. Do you tell them? I only tell them if I think that it will actually be helpful or calm things down. Do they Do they ask you? Uh, I think it's just presumed that I'll say something if I think it. What about that, Gus? Well, I'll say this to go back to your earlier point. <laughs> I think if you're asking about the power dynamic, I'll say this much. I think Ali is right a lot more than i am I, i'm more absent-minded what does uh, that mean and also ali serves it should, it should be noted I, I write but ali also is edits the piece you know she oh so she also serves as editor so you know, it's, it, there's also sometimes that it's that writer editor thing we it's not as uh you know we don't have as flare-ups constantly but you know, this time it's just because when you're both passionate it's, it's no, expected no, to happen no 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 yeah. it's part of we, we yeah. love the fights fights are part of oh, me I, I trust <laughs> you don't they make you I, uncomfortable yeah i don't i don't love having that uh, why oh it makes you uncomfortable yeah, it gives me unwanted anxiety but uh, uh but uh, why are you afraid of like hurting her feelings no i just don't like the feeling of being rattled and being are you worried about being how about being wrong or right where's their egos in this holly i'm i let I, you know she lets now me now i right. asked holly <laughs> Ah, uh, I i mean, I genuinely just don't think of it in that way. It I, doesn't seem like that. Honestly, I think both of them are almost too nice for their own good. Oh, and, really? Interesting. Yeah, I, and I definitely don't want to make it sound like they fight all the time. No, no, no. I, I'm mm. not. Well, no, but I mean, you know. No, that's, I don't think that either of them have that's what, that's what That's what entertainment, that's what our real, reality yeah, TV yeah. entertainment well, complex focuses on now, the conflict. Well, the, the best stuff comes out of, I mean, generally speaking, the best stuff comes out of friction, mm-hmm. you know, creativity, and there's it has yeah, to happen. Yeah, no, it has to happen. Yeah. Some of it, you're it's, you're not particularly comfortable with that. I mean, not not for it to be going on all the time, but it, you know, it happens you know every now and then, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And, and we love each other very much. We're very close, and right. uh, 
But uh, uh, yeah, that's it's to be expected. We're both, mm-hmm. especially when you're both in the same little yeah foxhole, and you're mm-hmm. and you're working on deadline. Mm-hmm. You're both yeah. No, both I mean it would make other. sense. Yeah. It would make sense. Yeah. So that's the only arguing that goes on, just you and her. Do you guys? Uh, do, is there other arguing in the cast? Uh, not, not that I not really. I, 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 the, maybe I'm the worst person to ask. Sometimes I'm oblivious. To no one's going complaining on. to you. No There's no politics. Everybody mm-hmm. has a specific role. That's why we've been together for so long. If they don't want to be there, they don't, you know, everyone wants to be there. Who wouldn't want to be there? It sounds Mm -hmm. like fantastic. You know, it sounds fantastic. I mean, for an actor to get the opportunity to actually act like that, you know, do they have input in the, um, like, do they have influence over time? Like, do you get influenced by working with them? I'm sure you do, right? I I mean, it goes both ways. I mean, influenced, um, by uh, knowing who I'm working with, I, I write for those yeah, voices. Yeah, right. And 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 also, and, and when the work comes out, I'm not. At least I hope I don't come across that way. I'm not precious, too precious. If someone has an idea, mm-hmm. I like ideas. I don't need every idea to be mine. Uh, so, well, I, I would guess. I mean, I would imagine that um, you're prolific. There's no question about that. And in order to be that prolific, you'd have to be casting a fairly wide net you Mm -hmm. can't like creatively be in a foxhole and be that prolific so you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna uh play a clip from your uh show that we picked out together and then i'm gonna do a station id and then we're gonna come right back okay so can you i was just gonna say please Please, what set it so set it up for us? This is a scene. Yes, this comes from our most recent release. Uh, it came out on Monday. It's from a series of episodes called "The Secret Files of Nellie Bly," which is a bit of a historical fiction about the famous reporter of the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, Nellie Bly. His real name was Elizabeth Cochran, and this was a unique. This is a really fun show to do because it allowed us to take the actual writings of Nellie Bly, which are not really well circulated. A lot Who of is Nellie Bly? Nellie Bly was the, probably the premier uh, investigative reporter. Uh, she worked for the New York World, for Joseph Pulitzer, and she was revolutionary. Uh, she In what era? In the Victorian era, the late 1800s. Wow. Yeah, and she, the 1880s, you know, mm-hmm. and she, her big claims to fame, which she's still best remembered for, is uh, the is posing as an inmate in, on Blackwell's Island wow. in asylum to, and to, in order to, to expose the, the wrongdoings of the institution. And her other big claim to fame was uh, traveling around the world in not 80 days, as Jules Verne uh, and, you know, foresaw in his book. She saw a copy of his, read a copy of uh, Around the World in 80 Days wow. and says, let me try to do that as a stunt. Wow. And she did it in 72 days. A female that did that. That's one of those women that got overlooked oh, in history for, she, but not anymore. Uh, not I anymore. Hope, yeah, I think there's still, there's a lot. I think we got to get that out. Yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. I really feel strongly about that. Yeah. And she fascinating. She's a New Yorker. I mean, she was, well, she was born in Pennsylvania, but she made her, her fame and her career in New York. Mm-hmm. And you can't find a statue dedicated to her anywhere. You can't, there's no, we got to get on museum. That. Yeah, there's no markings of places where she lived. There's a, we got to got to get like a yeah. Nelly Nelly uh, Foundation Absolutely. going. Get a statue up no. there. So so uh, did you set up the? So this clip you're about to hear is a scene from a. It, it's a called Nelly Bly and the Ghost, and it's a tr- it's 
partly true, and we added a dose of our kind of style of fiction to it. So the the, the true part is Nellie Bly uh, took on a story assignment where she agreed to stay overnight in a haunted house, mm-hmm. uh, a supposedly haunted house, and with armed with two pistols mm-hmm. and a little dog to help her find ghosts. This is her own article. So, but so what you're going to see here is uh, our dramatization of her, of her night in the haunted house, a scene, it's sort of the climax in the story, which uh, it's again, it's a, it's a, it's weaving her actual words mm-hmm. with our own embellishments. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So this is um, recorded live from uh slipper room, that's, right? That's right. Last month. Yes. Okay. Most recent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Paper, but it left an awfully bitter taste in Nellie's mouth. In fact, She was afraid she was becoming too familiar with that flavor of injustice. It was not long after that that she took a very long hiatus from reporting. About a year later, she shocked all of us when she married the wealthy industrialist Robert Seaman. Seaman was 42 years her senior. However, what did not shock us is that being the force of nature that she was, she ended up taking a very active role in her husband's business. How active? Well, how can I put it? Uh, I still have a copy of her business card from that time. May I read it to you? The ironclad factories are the largest of their kind and are owned exclusively by Nellie Bly. The only woman in the world personally managing industries of such a magnitude. Quite a business card, eh? Quite a woman. Still, I think that night she spent in that haunted house outside of Dover, New Jersey, always stayed with her. And when we spoke over tea and sandwiches, she would often continue to puzzle at length over what could possibly have created that seemingly transparent hand at the doorway. She never did reach a conclusion that suitably satisfied her. That was fabulous. Yeah, so let me just remind you again that you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm here with the uh, with two of the creative forces behind Fireside Mystery Theater, uh, Gus Rodriguez, and Holly Strange Payne. And Payne Strange. And uh, we just heard a, cl- a clip from uh, The Secret Files of Nellie Bly, Fire Side Mystery. That was awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know what? It's so great because it's so transportive. You know, like for me, this is like what I get out of it is that um, because of the, the whole vibe of it, like the sound and the music and the, the voice and the way it's presented, it's you know, really, it is like more transportive than my audiobooks. Like, let's just say that because you just feel like you're kind of back in that era. And, uh, it's a great feeling, you know, it's, 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 it takes you, it really does take you into another time period, I feel. Okay. And I think that's pretty awesome. Well, something we didn't, I didn't mention to you earlier is that we have in between seasons of mm-hmm. the live show. During the summertime, we do a studio-bound project, which is sort of an audiobook thing called the Midnight Reading. So um, those are released over the summertime. It's a uh, they're readings of short stories, more along you know, kind of obscure, kind of nice finds of uh, 
supernatural or mystery fiction by mm-hmm. often by famous authors you wouldn't associate with uh, mm-hmm. with the genre such like as Churchill. You know, Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. He wrote mm-hmm. a horror story and wow, uh, or uh, um, Grapes of Wrath. Grapes of Wrath. No, no, the Grapes of Steinbeck. Uh, the Steinbeck. Steinbeck. John he, he Steinbeck. Like a horror story written by John oh, Steinbeck. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, all these little uh, Conan Doyle essays about his. Because uh-huh. you have a real passion for that stuff and you do the research and you put it together. Yes. And people are the beneficiaries of that. Right. This, it's, it's also an opportunity to, to reveal to our audience the, some of the sources for or that give us inspiration. Yeah, right, because you do a lot of research that people don't see, mm-hmm. right? Is that true? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I just want to get back to uh, uh, bug, bugging you. I don't want to, like, focus on this radio show so much. So I, I mean, like, you know, I want, what I do want people to do is really, like, explore it on their own. And I want them to go to uh, the website, which I have right here, which is firesidemysterytheater.com and I really want you guys to like check this out because you can get all the um, you know the podcasts the downloads they have a video on that site you can see them doing it for real at the slipper room you can get the tickets for the show on Sunday and stuff like that so I don't want to like give this give the production short shrift but I'm really in here to like you know dig into like these the personalities so let's I have to ask you, so I have to ask you, Gus. So, are you dating Allie? No, it's probably have why you, the show has been going on for so long. Have you ever dated Allie? No. Are you a heterosexual? Yes. Okay. Do 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 there do you see any romance or sexual tension between them, Holly? Come on. No, I I don't. You don't. It seems really platonic to you. Yeah, very almost almost like siblings. I would say very brother sisterly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so how did you guys, and do you guys have other partners or, or I mean, considering that you're not really partners in that romantic way. I'm single at the moment. You're single at the moment because you spend too much time with Allie and no woman can tolerate (laughs) that. How about Allie? Does Allie have a partner? No. Don't you think that's weird, Holly? No, you're going to no, because you know them. They're normal to you. I don't, I don't think there's anything weird in being single. That's fine. No, no. But I do you. So do you think, Gus? Do you think that your relate your relationship with Allie is, I mean, very, very positive and productive? Must yeah. be a very satisfying relationship on a lot of levels. Yes, it is. Yeah, I imagine. I mean, it's probably um, a real. I mean, it's probably an example of like a really, really good relationship, just not a romantic one. I get that. Mm. But do you think that your relationship um, keeps you from being in relationships with other people? No, no, no. I wouldn't say that. So you you know you wouldn't you don't think that like. And I hope that's not true for, on Allie's end. Anyway. And uh, Allie's a heterosexual female. Yes. So does Allie's uh, boyfriends? Allie has boyfriends sometimes, right? I imagine. You don't know that. No. You guys don't talk about your personal lives at all. Uh, not not that we're not about dating life no. Does that surprise you, Holly? That surprises me. No, not really. Uh, I don't tell them about my dating life. Huh? Well, then let <laughs> well you could tell me. <laughs> so if it was um, a long term relationship, yeah, I, yeah. Sure so neither of you like really have long. 
not for not not the okay, moment. Okay, then let's find out about you, Gus. When was the last time you had a long term relationship, <laughs> Holly? You have a boyfriend, right? That you live with. Yep. Yeah, you you got it worked out. Did you know, Gus? Did you know you guys are really professional? You don't get bring your personal lives into this shit. Come on, <laughs> you got to travel together more as a group. So, Gus, did you know that Holly has a boyfriend? Yeah. Did you see the boyfriend? Yes, I. I yeah, well, he comes to most shows because yeah. he's very smart. Yeah, he but seems... I don't like say, "Hey, Gus, we had a great date last night." No, no, no. I, I, because I, I grilled you about him. I think did I meet him? I'm trying. Did he come and pick no. you up? No, no, he didn't. He's cute though. I know that. Yeah, he's great. He's great. We look at Holly's face light up. <laughs> I wish you guys could see that. So, uh, Gus, do you think Holly has a good relationship with her boyfriend? As far as you can tell, you as far give as it I a thumb. Tell, you yeah, give it a yeah. thumbs up. Yeah, she's. Yeah. she seems. Holly seems very. Uh, Stable. Content and stable, yeah. Stable. Yeah. Uh, so when was the last time you had a long-term relationship, Gus? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy. A few years ago, I guess. Yeah? yeah? And how long did that last? Uh, Less than a year. Yeah? yeah? So, and that was a few years ago. So yeah. dating isn't like front and center to you? No, I mean, it's, it's not really... Um, not your thing. No, no, it's not true. No, it's just not, doesn't seem to mesh with the the way I work and live, unfortunately. I hope that that will change, but that's um, that's how it's been for now, just because of things I want to get done. Not just with Fireside, Mystery Theater, but other projects. Well, you're a really on. successful musician also, right? You have I, a big, I, I you make a do living a lot doing of, more of music stuff. Yeah, stuff, yeah, so. I mean, you've got a lot going on, so you yeah. feel like you're just really driven driven yeah i live by night a lot of times and that's been an issue i think mm-hmm. and finding to revisit the word stable <laughs> stable women that were that stable, are uh, that, more, were, no, that, I, that i seem un- unstable i think you seem of, unstable i guess because of the way I, I you know always working and always uh on the move and coming in on different hours and i'm, I'm up in the morning and i'm coming home late at night you're a bit of a workaholic yeah do you think he's a workaholic, Holly? I can't imagine that he wouldn't be with the amount that he puts into Fireside alone. I can't mm-hmm. imagine having a job but, on top of that. But I have no. a lazy soul. <laughs> I like I like my sleep. And how about Allie? Is Allie a workaholic too? Do you think, Holly? She certainly works very, very hard. She works very hard. Yeah. 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 So you're both kind of, uh, you know, yeah, you're both. In, so it must be um, great to have somebody that share, that you share that with. I mean, on any level, to find any mm-hmm. kind of creative partner to work with is pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So back to dating. So, so this guy's single, ladies. Anybody? The single guy in New York, and uh, he's very cute and like oh, crazy talented. No. Oh no! He, and shy. He's a little shy. I'm making. I'm embarrassing him. Are you guys going to be talking about this at the at red, next show? Have my red face is showing red the radio. Face. Um. But uh, you're okay, you're okay. you said you think you're unstable, but you seem actually kind of pretty stable, very drip. You know, maybe like, just structure. Maybe it's the, the word, word, <coughs> wrong word I chose there. Yeah, structure. Do you have a social life? Do you go out with friends, or my are you work really tends just to be my social life? I mean, I have I have friends that go out. I have a small circle of close friends. I mm-hmm. I all hang out with. Um, mm-hmm. I know I know a lot of people, and I'm always my work requires me to be. You know, I can venues and bars and things like that and i mean fireside is really like a family in a lot of ways after the show we always stay and we have lots of drinks uh, for for mm -hmm. quite a while so it kind of fades i would say in and out of how much work and social it is so you have all these drinks but you don't know about each other's dating life (laughs) 
this is, this, I guess, I'm going to come to one of those. Uh, I'm gonna, I, yeah, you have to come out and, and, and try, like and try, try and get you code. guys to like talk about it. Well, um, you know, I, I can kind of relate to that yeah. a little bit with the radio show. Married. A lot of our actors are married. Folk. It seems like that. Mm-hmm. And a few and a, and a, and a couple um, mm-hmm. like my friend Michael Pate. He's one part of the cast. I've known him since I was a, a kid. Mm-hmm. So have you always been this driven, Gus? I got more so, I think, when I was in my 30s, I started to, it took me a long time to, to give myself permission to do things. Even like, this show. Even what, this show what, I, what happened? What changed? I don't know. I, I'm not sure if I have an easy answer for it. But I, I, I have He's a... getting nervous. No, I'm not nervous. No? <laughs> this, uh, when we did, for, even for this show, I had, the, I, I had an idea to do a show like this for a long time. For years, until I actually found the... like. A time where I was willing to give myself permission to do it, because so I always felt, you know, you, the, the hang-up I'll have is, I'll, you know, I'm not ready yet. I, I need to do learn this first. I, you know, I have to wait till I've done this before I can do that. And that, I have that a terrible habit to have. So, do, are you a bit of a perfectionist? No, I don't think I am. So, what, 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 do you, why do you think you weren't ready? Like, what was it? It's my own hang up, I guess. It's just, no, like, no, yeah. we, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm glad that you're working, <clears throat> you've worked, working through that. Yeah. But, I'm well, a late bloomer. I'm a late bloomer for sure. Allie, well, that's what, that's, that's one of the main things that Allie and I have in common. We're both late bloomers. We both took a long time to give ourselves, this is the, where we actually come, uh, we, we join at the right time. We're both at, at, at a moment where we both wanted to do something different. And well, we and, we, and it's mm-hmm. something we were just, and even when we started the show, we like I said, we began as a, as a cover band. We right, didn't, we didn't you were, do. You weren't writing original we material. Writing you were doing the same genre and the same type of work, but right. just not. We felt we original. even then we hadn't given ourselves full permission. Were we you had, a writer writing a lot of stuff before that? No, I mean I have a background. I I had done writing, and then I fell out of it, and um, I kind of vacillate between music. Although my background was in film, I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did you and Allie meet? Uh, we both are in the same neighborhood. Uh, what we were, neighborhood? Uh, Long Island, Queens and Long Island City. Oh, you grew up there? You both grew up there? No, no. You were just living there? Yes. And uh, I just knew her from the, the bar scene. I saw, I saw her perform in plays. That's how I, I oh. know. She's an actor. And mm-hmm. I saw her perform in some uh, theater, comp- theater company called mm-hmm. uh, The Secret Theater. Mm-hmm. And I thought she really stood out. Oh. And I always kept tabs and I wanted to... to and we were we were friends anyway. So then, then I wanted to find an excuse. And I saw also I saw that she just wasn't, uh, um, she'd fallen out of practice. You know, That's, oh. I saw, and she wasn't you know using her gift. I felt, mm-hmm. mm. and I thought this was a great way for us to do something where um, I can get out of my shell in terms of trying to produce this kind of entertainment, mm-hmm. this kind of theater, mm-hmm. and she can have a show where she doesn't have to suffer through auditions she can always oh, have right. a part and she can be we right. can be our own boss you know mm-hmm. and just do it ourselves so is this like the most successful endeavor either of you have have had i mean it's wildly successful in my view oh thank you um yeah i guess it's, it could be yeah sure mm-hmm. i mean i've done some stuff with music but uh, uh but yeah for both both of us yeah I, mm-hmm. we're both extremely proud and where we go through mm-hmm. a lot of pain to Keep mm-hmm. this going. When did um you realize it was going to be popular? Like, how did you you started out in a uh, Long Island City bar, right? Mm-hmm. And then what happened? Was it like word of mouth? Or yeah, yeah. We it started out with the uh, started having some regular visitors coming to see the show, and word got out over time. And then 
when we and we had a friend that, w- that was in the audience who later became a producer, co-producer of the show. His name is Daniel Graves and his wife, Rebecca Graves. They're both producers, co-producers of our mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. They were just people that were coming to see the show. Mm-hmm. And it was Daniel and his wife, Rebecca, to their credit. They were, they were saying, why aren't you guys a podcast? Ah. And uh, I, I said, well, hey, I was getting to it. And it was one of those, again, not giving myself permission to, Mm-hmm. to go that next step and they, they, it was at their urging mm-hmm. and I'm forever grateful to them what we are that they, they you got encouragement yeah that's cool take, and so as soon as we became a podcast we took we were around for a while before we entered the podcast world and once we did almost instantly we started getting this great feedback and, and nice amounts of listens mm-hmm. uh, uh, we, mm-hmm. we, we within I think we maybe released just a few things and we had gotten untapped cities put us on a top 10 um, list of mm-hmm. new york city podcasts we have no publicist we, and we've been right. we're getting lots of organic press and and nice and again at that time the the playing field was not as crowded as it is now there's a lot more people a lot more shows mm-hmm. doing the, the audio drama thing uh so we stood out a bit more at the time oh so uh that's a good example of a positive creative project where things come together like that and there's an audience for it and stuff like that. And uh, we all know, I mean, that is really satisfying. What kind of um, feedback do you get? Is there a consistent sort of, do you get more feedback from the live show or from the podcast? I think we get more feedback from the podcast. It's a bigger audience. Mm-hmm. And what what is that? Is that like people writing you notes or uh-huh. stuff like that? And what yeah. kind of things do they say? Oh, it's, it's, it's so, it's, that's one of my favorite things about this, this experience mm-hmm. is getting that, that those little notes, you know, whether they're tweets or emails or, um, mm-hmm. Facebook posts, Instagram shout outs from people mm-hmm. that from all over the world, uh, from that, that they'll say, Oh, I wish I could live in New York. Oh, I wish, really? I, could, I, wish I could go to the show. Um, we list, we're regular listeners. We love it. Or, or they'll say, oh, oh, you should do this. Or can you bring, bring back that character? Can you do more? We just got a note the other day from someone saying, very complimentary, uh, mm-hmm. saying, well, you bring back the storyline. And Oh, that's yeah. cool. They want yeah. you to write, yeah. write, uh, n- uh, n- that's funny. Hmm. So, uh, I, I think you guys should go on tour. That's what I would do. If oh, I would you love that's, 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 what do you that's think about that, Holly? Yeah, I think that would yeah. be fantastic. Is that do you know how to do you do you know how to get that done or what it's a it's a big job right it yeah. is a big job i know how to get that done yes i do um but i think because everyone's working so much already right has jobs and it, family. Yeah, it's difficult to take even more on if, yeah um if we had the time or if we could figure out who was to do it then we could do that you need a backer yeah mm. yeah it would require financial commitment yeah, you need a backer. To make that happen. And yeah. it, it could happen. It's a dream. We loved it. It could happen. Yeah, I mean, just, that seems like such a logical next step, no? Yeah, there's some podcasts. And other people that, have yeah. said that to you a million times, yeah, there's, probably, right? Yeah, there's uh, uh, Welcome to Night Vale or No Sleep. Uh, those, those are podcasts in a similar genre to us that have, they were a little bit before us mm-hmm. that tour the country. Mm-hmm. You know, but we're, we're a big operation comparatively. We have a lot more actors and tech. Right. And it's also a lot of our our people, our families have families, and um, but I'd love to see. If I'd, it's part of our our dream. We, mm-hmm. we want to see mm-hmm. a longer term goal. We'd love to see our, right. But this, on the road. this is the kind of project that has a longer term goal. Yeah, we're we're even this even we're 
it's just talk right now, but mm-hmm. there's there's someone that that's that likes one of our plays uh, uh, that, that's talking to us about uh, turning it into a stage play. Yeah, and and, and workshopping it in Edinburgh. Something Would like you want to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're going to we're gonna try to we're gonna throw our Make hat in the ring. into a, yeah. a stage play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you see that happening, Holly? Would you direct the play? Of course. Well, I can definitely see it happening. Yeah. Um, I think it's great. I'd love to direct it. If I would love to have Yeah, you've got the job. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holly's, Holly's is one. She's really good. Oh, she's so good. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, this is so nice. This is just nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got 10 minutes left. Let's see. What can we... What, I, I'm, I am just... You know what I'm really surprised about? I'm really surprised about how professional you are. Because... Um, You've obviously never been to one of our rehearsals. Well, or how professional you're presenting yourself. And I'm not saying it's not real or that I doubt it, but um, there there doesn't seem to... You guys seem like you're really focused on the work when you're together. What what about the after parties? Are you... What do you guys do? Are you, do you talk about the project most of the time or... Do you ever go to anything together outside of this? Yeah, I've been to stuff with Ali before, like like shows and things. Yeah, just um, you and her. Well, and some for other friends. We went to actually we went to a different podcast recording. It was an improv show. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Love. Mm-hmm. But just you and her, not like the whole group or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, usually at the end of the, the season, we'll invite the whole gang out. We'll go to a beer a beer garden. Oh Astoria. yeah, that's really fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. or we'll try to find a little picnic kind of thing where we get together and we all kind of mix and mingle in different little subgroups oh, you have subgroups yeah i mean there's just because again some people came into the show um there's an actor that's or two that that are very close friends of Ali's, and there's a couple of, of people in the cast mm-hmm. that, are, that go way back with me mm-hmm. and so we see each other in different contexts no you know it's reminding me a lot of um our radio free brooklyn family here because um i i've I this is the first time I personally have had a creative group that I work with. Uh, most of my projects have been on my own, and um, there is something really, really satisfying about having a group of people that have a similar vision, and then everybody kind of gets together and does it. And I'm, I am actually surprised, you know, even though we don't make money personally on it, that um, you can be really professional in a project like this. And I do feel like we have, I'm always surprised because I have so many authority issues that this has been real. For me, this has been really healing because I feel that um, I've been able to, you know, feel respected, which I didn't used to feel when I was working at a job. So uh, I think, I think, uh, that's probably what you guys have a lot of mutual respect. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. I think that Gus and Ali really go out of their way to do that. Um, for instance, after each of the shows, I send out a message to the cast. Um, mm-hmm. It's mainly like, you did a great job. Here's what we can work on next time. Notes. Yeah, it's just notes. Um, I, I'm probably a bit more severe than they are. I they, they go very far out of their way to be nice to people. And oh. I suppose I don't go quite as far out of my way, to put it nicely. Uh, so when I'm writing them, I always think like, oh, well, Gus and Ellie like that. I should probably tone it down a bit. You know, I, I'm probably more severe than they are. 
Oh, yeah. But also, don't you think that's um, kind of the gift of your role? Not the gift, but like, don't you think that, um, I mean, it's kind of good that they're leaving it up to you, don't you think? Because it's easier to hear it from you than it is from them, right? Yeah, I definitely think about some things and to a certain extent, like trying to get people to be on time and um, like proper ways to use the mics and things. I think that they appreciate my help on that um but it was really important the that we feel like a family and everyone feels respected and things like that mm-hmm. not so much i mean especially on it's way different to doing a stage thing it's doing a stage thing you know it'll be over in like three weeks or I something. See. and if you hate each other at the end then well, oh i see i know i'm gonna have to see these guys in a month's time or at least i hope i get to see them in a month's time right right so you i think you have to have a much more um subtle hand sometimes right right but also if you have made a deal with them i mean i'm saying an unwritten deal if you have a relationship with them that's going to be going on for a long time you must also really believe in them have you ever had anybody on that didn't you know couldn't get the job done or wasn't i mean have you had had that problem where you have to get rid of somebody or something i wouldn't say get rid of but maybe it would just maybe there's it's it's rare you, you you're pretty in, good at figuring. Bring, yeah, you bring in someone and it doesn't work out. You just, they just don't get the, the call. They, yeah. yeah. You well, probably, no hard feelings. I yeah, no, it's quite right. quite rare for us to take new people on at all. We had to be quite certain about them to invite them in the first place. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. When was the last time you got a new person in the we group? brought in an actor. Her name is, is Rashmi Singh. She joined us for our February show, I believe. Mm-hmm. She's very good. We like to work with her again. Mm-hmm. And what did you go through to find her, or what? What it's, made it's, you it's, want? It came. She came through our networks. You know, she. Uh, she see, but you saw her. Like you really knew her work. I knew her from uh, music, but she's she's like me. She has her hands in a lot of different things. She has a lot of feeder, and she had a reel we can look at. So that was. Uh huh. How does it, those kind of decisions go down? Is it? Oh, we. It's there's a lot. Is of, it you and Allie yeah. and and Holly or? It's Just mainly, you and Allie. mainly me and Allie because it's a very, it's a kind of a management yeah. decision. Right. As much as, because we wish we had room for more. There's, in fact, we feel bad if there's a, an instance where we have to say, because the actors will feel a little bad, I think, badly, if you, if you have to say no to one of them because there's no room, you know. We try to our best to make room for the regulars. Oh, you mean like you mean you have some episodes where you don't have an act? There's an actor who just doesn't have a part. Yeah, or this that just, sucks. Well, we go out of our way. We do, to whoever's available, and we try. It's an odd way to work, but we 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 try to make room for whoever's available. But if there's, there's too many, you can't say yes to every single person. And they, no, and, and, right. And, but that's a testament to how much fun the show is. People but they be know in. that, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure people are love. I mean, it sounds like a really great experience and a really positive, really, really productive. I mean, it's great. Yeah, and it's minimal. Who wouldn't want? I mean, what actor, you know, that was up to it wouldn't want to be in that i mean i can imagine they would so is that hard for you is that hard to say like hey you're what do you do how do you handle that yeah well you just try to to, to cushion it with you know this have a really good part for you for in the next show or uh-huh. is that what happens yeah it, it, it is I, I really want to make sure we keep our the morale high for because remember the, the actors are we're, we're all doing this it's right. labor, it's labor of loves Right, right, type, right. Type so you are really careful about being really fair with everybody. Yeah, yeah. It, no favorites. No favorites. No. Do you feel like that, Holly? No favorites. 
Oh, yeah, they're really good. They go so far out of their way. Not to, to play favorites, mm-hmm. so no one complains or no one feels left out. Well, there's little subtle things you do to show, you know, not to play favorites, but to show, like, you know, oh, this this performer is setting a pretty high example here, you know, and finding little subtle ways to, to get other people to pay attention to that, you know, so they, mm. can, so they can feed mm. off that and mm-hmm. improve their game. Well, you were also on the board, Gus, you were also on the board of uh, Rocket Hub, yes, right? So right. that's a big management. Your management is part of your deal, right? Is part of your skills to It has been. Be. I've, I've, I've had to, you know, hold management positions in the past, you know, prior to Rocket Hub too. And I've had jobs right to be a supervisor or a manager. Supervisor, like what kind of things? I worked as a supervisor for years for a company called Competitrack, which is a advertising research company, which I... I Worked okay. there for a long time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I had to, to deal with having to... How many people did you manage? I had a smallish team, probably about less than 10 people. But That's a lot. Yeah. More yeah. than one is a yeah, lot. Yeah, a little department. I, had, uh, I was in charge of the radio department. <laughs> radio advertising. So I, and I had to do all the good and not so fun things. Uh. You know, you're, having to, to man, you're having to deal, giving, saying, telling people things they don't want to hear and having to... to, to discipline or fire them but i but i had i like to think i have more of the velvet glove approach than the people like working for you i hope so yeah you care about that yeah Yeah. so you're kind of a talented manager which is partly what helps you make this whole thing happen which partly but you don't have the power you're not into the power i can tell that not to go on a trip about it no no, yeah, no, yeah, no. just to make sure things go well for yes, everybody. I, I want, I want. So you know, nice, yeah. God. No wonder you guys aren't making a lot of money off of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, well, there I'd love we for go. people to hear about our, our upcoming show this yeah, Sunday. Please, please tell it's, us um, about it. Yeah, it's a really fun thing. It's, it's one of those storylines we revisit every uh, periodically. It's a a town that may or may not exist in uh, on Long Island called Sunken Harbor. And it's a, a little strange town where all sorts of funky things happen. And this week, uh, Sunken Harbor is having their annual strawberry festival. <laughs> and it's up to the, is uh, an English expatriate. His name is uh, Mr. Sheldon. And his friend, his new friend, Rabbi uh, Rachel Berman. Uh-huh. And they have to uncover a mystery in the, the town. And so it's a lot of fun. It's actually a lot of... It's really great. It's a lot of... La- lot, there's, a lot of there's a lot of laughter, but there's also suspense. And, and the, the the actors do a fantastic job playing all the local townspeople and make you feel like you're really alive in this little... You know what? I, I have to say, I don't always feel this way, but with you guys, I really feel like I want to go and see the, see, see the live show. Oh, I really good. do. You I should. hope I get to go... Please be our guest. We'd love to have you. Really? Thank you. My schedule, my schedule, my stepson's getting married this month. My schedule is crazy, but I'm going to like, I'm going to, I am going to come and thank you. I got free tickets. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. Stay tuned. I want you to stay tuned and listen to my friend Ilan Danziger doing Lost and Rewound.